But Tuesday's just as bad Working women's too Wednesday's worse And Thursday's also sad Working children too Oh yeah Yes, the eagle flies on Friday And Saturday I go out to play Some of them the eagle does not fly Eagle flies on Friday And Saturday I go out to play Or it flies and they're still broke Sunday I go to church Then I need And most of them the world around don't have Saturday They don't have Sunday When work is soulless It becomes slavery Ebon Walker singing about Work that is soulless T-Bone Walker, the bone there. That's our intro song for Labor and Love. There's another version of the same thing just a little later and a little more raw, Michael Frenti. One, two, three, four. This is Michael Franti with a little subterranean homesick blues. Kick it off like this. It's hey, Johnny's in the basement, mixing up the medicine. I'm on the pavement, thinking about the government. The man in the trench coat, badge got laid off. Says he's got a bad call, wants to get it paid off. Look out, kid, it's something you did. God knows when, but you're doing it again. You better duck down the alleyway, looking for a new friend. The man in the cool skin cap is in the big band, wants $11. But you only got ten. Maggie comes fleet foot, face full of black soot, talking at the heat foot, plants in the bed, but the phone's tapped anyway. Maggie says that many say they got a bust in early May. Orders from the DA, look out, kid, no matter what you did. Walking on your tiptoes, don't try no those. It better stay away from those that carry around the fire hose. Keep a clean nose, watch the plain clothes. You don't need no weather man to know which way the wind blows. 
got to get sick, get well. Hang around an inkwell. Ring bell, hard to tell if anything is gonna sell. Try hard to get far, get back, right trail, get jailed, jump bail, join the army if you fail. Look out, kid, you're gonna get hit by users, users cheaters, cheaters, six time losers. Hang around the theater, girl by the whirlpool, looking for a new food. Don't follow no leaders, watch the parking meters. Get phone, get warm, short pants, romance, learn to dance, get dressed, get yourself blessed, try to be a success. Please her, please him, buy gifts, don't steal, don't live, no man. 20 years of schooling and they put you on the day shift. Look out, kid, they keep it all here. Better jump down a manhole, light yourself a candle. Don't wear sandals, try to avoid the scandals. Don't wanna be a bum, you better chew gum. The pump don't work, cause the vandals stole the handles. And that's how we take it underground to cure the subterranean homesick blues. You say, oh yeah. Franti with the homesick blues. Franti, of course, a burning spear. We'll talk a little more about him a little later. Meanwhile, remember that uh, all these little games we play are in the hands of nature. As long as nature gives us license, we continue with civil society. But we are in the middle of a drought. Here's Brother Charlie Morgan. In New Zealand I read a magazine, something nasty crossed my eye. The earth had fed me in California, was turning cracked and dry. New Zealand ferns are always green, it rains more there than it should. I looked to the cloud that was raining on me and said, go where you can do some good. Clouds stop crying and wasting time and fly across the sky. Spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her die. Met a guy from San Francisco in a railway ticket line. He said the Grateful Dead was alive and well, but the weather wasn't so fine. Nobody had a garden, nothing lived but weeds. The earth looked like some kind of feverish person who'd caught a strange disease. He said the reservoirs are empty, cattle dying too. Every tongue is reaching out to sip the morning dew And they say the fields and valleys are turning green to brown That the farmers walk a dry and dusty mile in every farm and town Clouds stop crying and wasting time and fly across the sky And spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California don't want to see her die I stared up to the diamond stars One cashmere night Black velvet sky and a raging river Was no other sound or sight The Big Dipper hung up above the river And I felt that it was a shame 
All this water here in California dry I said to the dipper by name Reach down and kiss that raging river And fly across the sky Spread a lot of rain, sweet rain Spread a lot of rain on California I don't want to see her die People and the animals like to gather where water flows A beer, some tea, or a water hole It's there where something grows And remember the music water makes The rainy pool and the circle dance The thunder of the ocean and the waterfall The laughing creek that feeds the plants Now the fields are green again Beauty has returned Tragedies continue to show what we still got to learn Can't waste away the ocean, water, air, or land If we upset this sacred ground, we won't have any place to stand So reach down and kiss the raging river and fly across the sky And spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California don't want to see her spread a lot of rain, sweet rain, spread a lot of rain on California. I don't want to see her die. Brother Charlie Morgan there with uh, the California drought song. And we are in the middle of a drought, a very serious one. Uh, despite some rain last week, so uh, nature, whatever whatever nature does license to do is all we can do. Once uh, nature starts reacting to the way she's being treated, it's all over. Uh, this is Labor and Love, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio is right here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission, El Mero Mero. We are community radio, actually a community arts center is a better way to put it. Um, We have art, we have music, we have comedy, we have video, we have uh, children's classes about how to produce radio show. All here at Mutiny Radio, so come on down. And the show is Labor and Love. Labor and Love. By, for, and about working people. Commentary, opinion. We always tell you that if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, another person worked for a dollar they didn't get. We remind you that if you don't have a seat at the table, at the negotiating table, that is, you're probably on the menu. And finally, never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you. My name is Bill Morgan, a.k.a. The Bee. And on our show today, we're going to take a look back at labor's 2015 year 
see what we can learn or take from what happened with the movement this year. We're going to take a look at corporate malfeasance. 17 examples of corporate malfeasance resulting in fines in the millions and billions this year. I wonder if Jamie Dimon has ever found that $6 million that they lost. Good question. I have to ask him the next time I I meet him. $6 billion lost. We're going to hear from uh, Workers Independent News. We're going to hear a little bit from Radio Labor, although they're on vacation until the first part of the year. One very positive thing is that the Kohler strike, a bitter strike in Wisconsin, has been settled. The nearly 2,100 employees of Kohler Company, who are members of the United Auto Workers Local 833, are back at work after 91% of 1,847 union members voted to approve a four-year contract that includes increased wages and benefits. Though the labor struggle at Kohler goes back many years, there have been four different and often bitter strikes at Kohler since the 1930s. Congratulations to the workers at Kohler for your hard work in staying out. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's listen to uh, last week we celebrated uh, the, the birth of Jesus Christ. So let's hear about some uh, labor martyrs. Huh? Jesus Christ was a man that traveled through the land, hard-working man and brave. He said to the rich, give your goods to the poor, so they laid Jesus Christ in his grave. Yes, Jesus was a man, a carpenter by hand, his followers true and brave. One dirty coward called Judas Iscariot has laid poor Jesus in his grave. He went to the preacher, he went to the sheriff, told them all the same. Sell all of your jewelry and give it to the poor, so they laid Jesus Christ in his grave. When Jesus come to town, the working folks around believed what he did say. The bankers and the preachers, they nailed him on a cross, and they laid Jesus Christ in his grave. Now the working people followed him around, sang and shouted gay. 
But the cops and soldiers nailed him in the air And they laid Jesus Christ in his grave Well, the people held their breath when they heard about his death Everybody wondered why It was the landlord and the soldiers that he hired To nail Jesus Christ in the sky this song was made in New York City Of rich mans and preachers and slaves If Jesus was to preach like he preached in Galilee They would lay Jesus Christ in his grave Yes, Jesus was a man and a carpenter by hand His followers true and brave one dirty coward called Judas Iscariot has laid poor Jesus in his grave. Paul Robeson with another labor martyr. I dreamed I saw Joe here last night Alive as you and me Says I, but Joe, here ten years dead I never died, says he I never died, says he In Salt Lake City, Joe says I him standing by my bed They framed you on a murder charge Says Joe, but I'm dead Says Joe, but I'm dead The copper bosses killed you, Joe They shot you, Joe, says I Takes more than guns to kill a man, says Joe, I didn't die, says Joe, I didn't die. And standing there as big as life, and smiling with his eyes, says Joe, what they can never kill, went on. on to organize from San Diego up to Maine in every mine and mill where workers strike and organize it's there you'll find your hill it's there you'll find your hill I saw Joe here last night, alive as you and me. Says I, but Joe, you're ten years dead. I never died, says he.
universo es una paloma que busca donde anida. Está ya y abre sus alas para volar y
Okay, that was Victor Jara with Canto Libre. Jara, of course, a Chilean um, poet, musician, author, teacher, uh, voice of the working class and voice of the uh, resistance to the policies of the junta, the, the group of officers. He was uh, immediately hunted down by the junta when they took over with the help of the United States, funded by the United States and carried out with the help of the CIA, September 11th, 1974. Um, the country was taken over by General Pinochet's forces. A rigid fascist regime was imposed Thousands of people, tens of thousands of people were murdered. Coup, quote unquote, had happened. Um, people were rounded up and taken to a soccer stadium where they were systematically beaten and tortured and murdered in full view of everyone. Victor Hara was among those, and uh, he was tortured. His fingers were broken, so he couldn't write uh, or play his guitar. And uh, he was eventually murdered. And before that, we had Joe Hill, uh, sung by Paul Robeson, another martyr to the cause of social justice. Hill is, uh, was framed, he, he was a Union uh, poet and writer, just like Victor Hara, and uh, he was framed by mine owners and um, convicted of a murder which most people, now looking at the case, realize that he didn't commit. So he became... Uh, a martyr, a figure that in the labor movement who is still uh, remembered and probably always will be remembered. That's <laughs> uh, kind of an example. And then before that, we had Woody Guthrie singing about the greatest labor martyr of them all, Jesus Christ, who uh, championed the cause of the... Uh, Less fortunate, the people who worked for a living, the people who were without, the people who were thrown down and impoverished. <clears throat> it's harder, he said, for a camel to go through a needle's eye than it is for a rich person to attain the kingdom of heaven. Be that as it may. Let's look at the 2015 year in review. And this is on the Labor Notes website, posted on the 21st by Alexandra Bradbury. 2015 year in review, grassroots resistance points the way forward. So I'll just read a little bit of this. 
As the assault on union standards continues wherever we still have them, glimmers of hope in 2015 came from grassroots resistance. Employers who wrung temporary concessions during the financial crisis are doing their best to make the cuts permanent. Wouldn't they love to do that? Companies are coming after us in auto plants, on the docks, in hospitals, anywhere members have a solid wage, retire with pensions, or have health care paid for by their employers. Chrysler workers inspired us with their bottom-up backlash against a contract that would have made the two-tier system permanent. They got no help from union top brass who had recommended a yes vote, but organizing with homemade flowers and Facebook groups, they voted down the agreement two to one. Car haulers too voted down a bad deal, handed down by a bargaining committee of yes men handpicked to exclude challengers to the union's entrenched international officers. Teachers have become a hub of militancy spurred on through a growing national network. UTLA, United Teachers of Los Angeles, last year elected reformers. Half the teachers in lo locals in Washington state joined rolling strikes over class size and pay. And on and on and on. I think the real positive note is that the people who are organizing are the people who are organizing around minimum wage movements, people who really need it. Labor's surprisingly great year. Five victories for workers so far in 2015. This was posted on the 6th on the alternate, alternate website. Adam Johnson is the writer. In the interest of fairness, let's begin with the bad news. Overall, union membership is still tracking down at roughly 11.1%. Of private sector unions did tick up briefly in 2014. Anti-labor practices are still widespread. Scott Walker's scorched earth union busting in Wisconsin is still hurting millions. <clears throat> and inequality continues to grow unabated. But Labor Day is a day of celebration, I guess. So this was written. Number one. $15 minimum wage has gone mainstream. Here, here. Just five years ago, the idea of a $15 minimum wage was a fringe idea. Something delegated to Green Party reps handing out flyers in Union Square. After years of struggle by the, struggle by the Fight for 15 movement, it officially achieved mainstream acceptance having just been cemented as the official stance of the Democratic Party. And this is because of protests, arrests, hardship, strikers who go out and put it on the line. 
McDonald's franchise court ruling that McDonald's <clears throat> that McDonald's corporation couldn't blame its labor practices on the managers of its different stores. They are now considered a joint employer with their franchisees. So companies like Nike <clears throat> can't say that that you know their exploitation of labor is a fault of their contractors. Uber drivers begin unionizing. Online media begin unionizing. Salons, writing staff, gawkers, staff. <clears throat> Other places like BuzzFeed and Upworthy are moving to discourage their employees from unionizing with claims that doing so ran counter to their company culture. Well, doesn't it always? Charter schools unconstitutional in Washington. Another win for grassroots activists in Seattle, this time against the fervently anti-union charter school lobby. On Wednesday, a Washington State Supreme Court ruled that Washington's new charter school system was unconstitutional because it funneled state funds into private corporations without any public accountability. A huge defeat for charter school billionaires Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, most notably because it happened right in their own backyard. Two, these two men with a combined $125 billion, or roughly the GDP of Bulgaria, along with others, outspent the opposition 50 to 1. They were able to pass the charter school rep referendum by only 1%. It had failed three other times. Okay, so there's the good news. There's always good news if you look around. Whenever you stand up to be counted, you step out of, of the menu. You step out of the life that's planned and the steps that are planned. All of a sudden, you're not sure what you can do, right? You're not sure of what the future will bring. Sort of put it out there on the line. This is Labor and Love, and we're coming at you from um, Mutiny Radio. How about some music? Uh, we've always got to play music by this lady. Uh, this lady is kind of... Uh, a goddess, you know, with her own kind, her own reality, her own demons, you know, apart and different from all of us. And uh, an amazing artist, always, always, Miss Nina Simone.
one second here. Let the two 
Trouble in Mind, and then uh, Work Song, 
about uh, being arrested for being broken poor and uh, the fate of so many people. They go to work not because they love it or like it or sometimes barely stand it. They go to work because they have to, because they're wage slaves. And when I say labor, I mean you. Nina Simone with work song. And uh, kind of uh, a woman whose um, demons the things in her life that she couldn't stand, I think all based on the fact of life as an African-American woman in the United States, then and now. I said we are going to get to some more Frenty. Here's Yell Fight.
shall never send you an omen Revolution never come with a warning Just cause civil rights is law doesn't mean that we all advise Tell me are you free? Campaign for every damn nigga move on So y'all y'all motherfuckers can drive down in your fancy car Try to hold on to some Africa of the past One must remember Southern Africa Don't help us save y'all ass Everybody's just trying to make that dollar Remember we just used to say I am somebody No longer do I blame others for the way that we be I can't even tell my brothers and sisters that they found This absence of beauty in their heart and mind Stop breastfeeding your child You put them on the counter, you wonder why they act wild See brown folks are the keepers of the earth Unifies of the soul and mind Now these wannabe gaudy pimps and thugs Wearing diamond watches from African slave mines huh. Perhaps to be free to love all those who hate me Die beautiful death, make pretty brown babies. Are you campaign for every damn nigga move on? So y'all, y'all motherfuckers can drive down in your fancy cars. Try to hold on to some Africa of the past. One must remember Southern Africa to help us save your ass. Everybody's trying to make that dollar. Remember we just used to say, I am somebody. No longer do I blame others for the way that we be. Niggas need to redefine what it means to be free. So y'all young motherfuckers can drive down in your fancy cars. Try to hold on to some Africa to pass. One must remember to the Africans to help us save our ass. Everybody's trying to make that dollar. Remember we just used to say, I am survived. No longer do I blame white folks for the way that we be. Niggas need to redefine what it means to be free. 
Understand, young folks, when you put property rights ahead of human rights, understand you're tampering with nature. Hmm. That's right. You see, property rights is controlled by man, and human rights is controlled by nature. That was uh, Michelle Ngeocheo. I hope I'm I'm pronouncing the name properly. I have to do a little research on that. Kind of a Nina Simone type singer, someone who sings out of the uh, passion and love for the people around her and what's happening to them. That one's called Dead Nigga Boulevard. And sadly, yes, the murder of our young men, young men of color, especially by police, goes on. Several incidents like that this year. Kind of hard to uh, go on. I mean, the the uh, officer who involved in the murder of that young African-American man in Baltimore. Uh, mis mistrial. Hung jury. They couldn't convict him. Practice of the Baltimore police was to put the prisoners in the back without securing them to anything and then speed up and slow down so that they were thrown against the wall. And uh, in this case, the young man died. Okay, this is Mutiny Radio, and uh, we're right about five minutes to 11. I want to explain something. Every morning when I arrive at the studio, I arrive a couple hours early, and I put on an earlier show of Labor and Love. So if you hear the show and someone's talking about July or August just remember you're listening to a, a rerun of an earlier podcast you can reach us find your favorite podcast at mutinyradio.fm slash podcast slash whatever the name of your favorite podcast is some great shows, Stranger in a Strange Land. The show that's following me today, uh, Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker. All kinds of things going on here at Mutiny Radio. Come on down and take a look or get on mutinyradio.fm and take a listen. This is Labor and Love. And we're going to go and go back now in history and talk about labor's struggles because they didn't begin yesterday. And there's no reason to look at the situation of the labor movement today and lose hope because it's always going to be a struggle until we have a, a nation that's ruled by working people uh, it's always going to be a struggle, and it always has been. This is uh, Howard Zinn 
the people speak talking about the eight-hour day. The eight-hour day, the right to organize, these were radical ideas in their time. In our time, socialism has remained a radical idea. Eugene Debs put forth his socialist vision in these words. I am opposing a social order in which it is possible for one man who does absolutely nothing that is useful to amass a fortune of hundreds of millions of dollars while millions of men and women who work all the days of their lives secure barely enough for a wretched existence. This order of things cannot always endure. I have registered my protest against it. I recognize the feebleness of my effort, but fortunately, I am not alone. There are multiplied thousands of others who, like myself, have come to realize that before we may truly enjoy the blessings of civilized life, we must organize and reorganize society upon a mutual and cooperative basis. I never so clearly comprehended as now the great struggle between the powers of greed and exploitation on the one hand and upon the other the rising hosts of industrial freedom and social justice. I can see the dawn of the better day for humanity. The people are awakening. In due time, they will and must come to their own. The problems Debs addressed in the early part of the 20th century have not been overcome. There is still a permanent underclass. One of the people who reminds us of this is Cesar Chavez, who organized migrant workers into the United Farm Workers Union and led a successful boycott against the powerful grape growers in California. I'm not very different from anyone else who has ever tried to accomplish something with his life. My motivation comes from watching what my mother and father went through when I was growing up, from what we experienced as migrant farm workers in California. It grew from anger and rage, emotions I felt 40 years ago when people of my color were denied the right to see a movie or eat at a restaurant in many parts of California. It grew from the frustration and humiliation I felt as a boy who couldn't understand how the growers could abuse and exploit farm workers when there were so many of us and so few of them. I began to realize what other minority people had discovered, that the only answer, the only hope, was in organizing. Like the other immigrant groups, the day will come when we win the economic and political rewards which are in keeping with our numbers in society. The day will come when the politicians do the right thing by our people out of political necessity and not out of charity or idealism. That day may not come this year, that day may not come during this decade, but it will come. In the early days of the AIDS crisis, 
Those who called for an urgent response to the epidemic faced attacks and vilification. But some, such as Vito Russo, refused to be silenced. If I'm dying from anything, I'm dying from homophobia. If I'm dying from anything, I'm dying from racism. If I'm dying from anything, it's from indifference and red tape, because these are the things that are preventing an end to this crisis. Someday, the AIDS crisis will be over. Remember that. And when that day comes, when that day has come and gone, there'll be people alive on this earth, gay people and straight people, men and women, black and white, who will hear the story that once there was a terrible disease in this country and all over the world, and that a brave group of people stood up and fought and in some cases, gave their lives so that other people might live. Those in authority must be reminded again and again of the needs of ordinary people, as the singer and songwriter Pink suggested during the presidency of George W. Bush. Dear Mr. President, Come take a walk with me, take a walk with me. Let's pretend we're just two people and you're not better than me. I'd like to ask you some questions if we can speak honestly. What do you feel when you see all the homeless on the street? Who do you pray for at night before you go to sleep? What do you feel when you look in the mirror? Are you proud? How do you sleep while the rest of us cry? Chance to say goodbye. How do you walk with your head held high? Can you even look me in the eye and tell me why? La da da. La da da da. President, were you a lonely boy? Are you a lonely boy? Are you a lonely boy? How can you say no child is left behind? We're not dumb and we're not blind. They're all sitting in your cells while you pave the road to hell. What kind of father would take his own daughter's rights away? 
And what kind of father might hate his own daughter if she were gay? I can only imagine what the first lady has to say. You've come a long way from whiskey and cocaine. How do you sleep while the rest of us lie? Okay, that was pink. That was all from um, Howard Zinn's The People Speak, um, the chapter on socialism and the uh, movements associated with Eugene Debs. The last was pink singing about life of poverty. Mr. President, you don't know what hard work is. Before that, David Strather and reading the words of uh, Eugene Debs. And it's all about capitalism. Huh? It's all about a system based on greed, where some have the advantage and the chance to grab resources by law away from those who do the work. And I want to get down on, on 17 corporate crimes of 2015 because we understand that that access to money and power that business people have offers great temptation. You've got to make your bottom line look good like uh, Roger Goodell. Go, go with me and see concussion. Not only concu is our concussions threatening, life-threatening to the, to the people who play football, the men who play professional football and football at any level. You throw girls in there too, playing tackle football. Concussion, the concussion issue is a threat to football itself, to the National Football League too football as we know it. Let's look at some of the violations this year by corporations and corporate boards. 
The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau fined Citibank $700 million for the deceptive marketing of credit card add-on products. Citizens Bank was fined $18.5 million by the CFFB for pocketing the difference when customers mistakenly filled out deposit slips to amounts lower than the sums actually transferred. An investigation by officials in New York City found that prepackaged products at Whole Foods had mislabeled weights resulting in grossly inflated unit prices. Whole Foods, whose owner insisted that we don't need universal health care. wonder if he's got it. In a rare financial penalty in a food safety case, a subsidiary of ConAgra was fined $11.2 million for distributing salmonella tainted peanut butter. It's the guy in Georgia who said go away and go ahead and ship it. Johnson & Johnson entered a guilty plea and paid $25 million in fines and forfeiture in connection with charges that it sold adulterated children's medication. This corporation wants to get rich off selling products for children that are adulterated. Sanofi subsidiary, subsidiary Genzyme Corporation entered into a deferred prosecution agreement and paid $32.6 million. Promoted Seprofilm devices for uses not approved <clears throat> by the FDA. General Electric paid $3.5 million. Office Depot, $3.4 million. LG Electronics, $1.8 million for failing to promptly report safety hazards. That means workers were injured or hurt or died to save money. Tuna producer Bumblebee agreed to pay $6 million to settle state charges that it willfully supported, uh, violated worker safety rules in connection with the death of an employee. Now, every day in these United States, 150 workers will die because of work-related conditions. That is on the job or conditions that were developed over years of working unsafe jobs. Deutsche Bank was fined for $258 million in connection with transactions on behalf of countries and entities subject to U.S. economic sanctions. Glass manufacturer Guardian Industries settled Clean Air Act violations by agreeing to spend $70 million on new emission control. An Italian company called Carboffin was hit with $2.75 million fine for falsifying its records 
to hide the fact that it was using a device called a magic hose to dispose of sludge, waste oil, and oil-contaminated bilge water directly into the sea. So we've got it all. This is where the uh, crisis comes from, the climate crisis, the environmental crisis. Millennium Health, $256 million for billing Medicare, Medicaid, and other federal health programs. ExxonMobil is under investigation that it deliberately deceives shareholders and the public about the risks of climate change. Internal uh, communication in the Exxon Corporation uh, shows that they knew that climate change was caused by their products and lied about it, said that it wasn't. Lockheed Martin paid $4.7 million using government money to lobby federal officials for an extension of its contract to run the Sandia Nuclear Weapons Lab. German part, parts maker Robert Bosch conspiring to fix prices and rig bids for spark plugs. 57.8 million. And on and on. Goodyear rubber, 16 million to resolve securities and exchange commission allegations. Wage theft. Halliburton paid 18 million to resolve Labor Department allegations that it improperly categorize more than 1,000 workers to deny them over time pay. <laughs> Somebody should write a song about it and include all of those. Uh, we, I was going to talk a little about Franti. Michael Franti is, uh, works with a band called Spearhead. Franti was born in Oakland. His mother was white. The father was African-American and Native American. His mom gave him up for adoption because her family was racially prejudiced. A white girl having a dark baby doesn't go in her family. He was adopted by a Finnish-American couple in Oakland. And uh, his adoptive father was a professor in the Department of Epidemiology and Preventative Medicine at UC Davis, A. Davis. And uh, Franti is a rapper, musician, poet, spoken word, and singer-songwriter, known for having participated in many musical projects, most of them from political, most of them political with a political and social emphasis. Okay, Michael Franti. We still haven't run the, the Win Labor Report, so let's do that. Come back after that with uh, some more music and commentary. This is Labor and Love, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio, our studio here at 2781 21st functions as a community center for the arts. 
Come on in with your ideas, your creativity, and your money. Put a buck in the in the big jar for Mutiny Radio to keep this, what can we call it, an experiment in community, in community going. We're run by a group of, uh, by a board, and we are a group of um, DJs. 2781 21st Street. Okay, so let's do the labor report here. The win labor report. What's going on? Workers Independent News We Can Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. California's Labor Commissioner is ordering Pacific 9 Port Trucking Company to pay $6.9 million in stolen wages to 38 drivers. It's a landmark case ruling that these drivers were misclassified as independent contractors. Teamsters Port Trucker campaign spokesperson Barb Maynard. This is great news for port truck drivers who are misclassified, but it's more than that. It's a whole lot more than that. What we're starting to see here and what the Teamsters have really been taking on with this campaign is the beginning of the end of a scheme that is illegal. It is rife with tax fraud, and it's led to a degradation of work in America. UAW Secretary-Treasurer Gary Castile says that by refusing to enter into collective bargaining with skilled trades workers in Chattanooga, VW is not only doing a disservice to its employees, but now is thumbing its nose at the federal government as well. UAW Local 42 has filed unfair labor practice charges against Volkswagen, asserting that VW is violating the National Labor Relations Act by refusing to bargain with the local. Skilled trades workers at VW in Chattanooga voted overwhelmingly to be represented by the UAW in an NLRB-approved and monitored election earlier this month. The Labor Board certified the election results. The United Steelworkers say the National Labor Relations Board will issue a complaint against ATI and a four-month-long lockout of 2,200 workers. The NLRB says ATI bargained in bad faith both before and during the lockout and illegally locked the workers out after the union refused a final ultimatum from the company. And the Labor Board says that ultimatum itself was also illegal. The employer can contest the charge, but the NLRB is essentially agreeing with the position the United United Steelworkers have taken all along. The 2,200 ATI workers have been locked out since August 15th. The remedy against ATI in this NLRB case would be making the workers whole, which means back pay and benefits for the duration of the lockout. Chicago Teachers Union and the SEIU Home Care Workers in Illinois united Monday in Chicago to deliver thousands of pink slips and medical bills to the Bank of America. It was a protest against the 5,000 threatened teacher layoffs and the cutting of health care insurance for home care workers. Chicago is stuck paying the banks millions of dollars in toxic interest rate swaps while education and health care are being cut. Rosandria Leach is an SEIU Illinois home care worker who was part of the protest at the Bank of America. The government really needs to step up and make the banks pay their fair share. If they don't, then we'll continue to pay it for them. We need the help and assistance, not the bank. Workers Independent News puts workers and their unions on the national radio news airwaves every day. To help keep Labor's voice on the air, go to laborradio.org. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham.
So that was Doug Cunningham with the Workers' Independent News. The fight goes on, ladies and gentlemen, because if you give up, then the fight's over. <laughs> as long as you keep on standing up, the battle isn't over. One guy who uh, writes a lot about Mexican history says that uh, Cortez invaded Mexico with uh, the whole Western commercial greed, capitalism mindset. But that battle is still going on. It's not over. Okay, what do we got here? We got... Uh, how about Mr. Block? Now, Mr. Block is a uh, cartoon figure in the early 1900s. A lot of... Uh, a, a wobbly artist. And Mr. Block is a guy who doesn't get it. He doesn't understand that he's being exploited and he always sides with the boss. This is a song by Mats Paulson. Please give me your attention. I'll introduce to you a man that is a credit to our red, white, and blue. His head is made of lumber and solid as a rock. He is a common worker and his name is Mr. Block. And Block he thinks he may be president someday. Oh, Mr. Block, you were born by mistake. You take the cake, you make me ache. Tie your rock on your block and then jump in the lake. Kindly do that for liberty's sake. Yes, Mr. Block is lucky. He found a job by G. The shark got seven dollars for job and fare and fee. They shipped him to a desert and dumped him with his truck. But when he tried to find his job, he sure was out of luck. He shouted, that's the raw. I'll fix them with the law. Oh, Mr. Block, you were born by mistake. You take the cake, you make me ache. Tie a rock on your block and then jump in the lake. Can we do that for liberty sake? The money kings in Cuba blow up the gunboat main, but block it off all angry and blamed it all on Spain. He went right in a battle and there he lost his leg. And now he's peddling showstrings and he's walking on a pen. He shouts, remember Maine, hooray to hell with Spain. Oh, Mr. Block, you were born by mistake. You take the cake, you make me ache. Tie your rock on your block and then jump in the lake. Kindly do that for liberty's sake. Poor Block, he died one evening. I'm very glad to state. He climbed the golden leather up to the pearly gate. He said, oh, Mr. Peter, one word I'd like to tell. I'd like to meet the Astorbilts and John D. Rockefeller. Oh, Pete said, is that so? 
you'll meet them down below. Oh, Mr. Black, you were born by mistake. You take the cake, you make me ache. Tie your rock on your block and then jump in the lake. Kindly do that for liberty's sake. You don't know my name, but you sure know me. I work in New York, Boston, and D.C. I used to be a typist. Secretary, but now I enter data on the VDT. I tell you it's not like a show on TV. It's hell to earn a living on a VDT. You won't hear me say the typing was fun. At least I could see the work that I had done, and the boss couldn't test my productivity by punching up my number on his VDT. Where the screen's staring back at me It's hell to earn a living on a VDT My supervisor says it's safe for me She shows me a study done at MIT You can see what it's done to my eyes Heaven only knows what it's doing inside It's not like I thought it would be It's hell to earn a living on a VDT When you think of union, what comes to your mind? A guy driving a truck, working the line But if you ever spent hours behind a VDT You know no one needs a union more than me Eyes are aching, but now I can see It's hell to earn a living on a VDT Tell you it's not what I thought it would be It's hell to earn a living on a VDT No taxation Without representation 200 years of exploitation In the capital of this nation No representation In the capital of this nation 200 years of exploitation Give the people their right to vote Someone asked me, was it true? The voting rights of the district were long overdue They couldn't believe it when I said yes And then I said you ain't heard nothing yet We are based in Washington, D.C. A truly diverse community Almost 600,000 strong Have been exploited much too long Inadequate power over our own affairs And national issues for which we care No votes in Congress, the Senate, the House No state delegation, no representation We pledge allegiance, my country, tis a fee Fighting wars, pay taxes in this country Provide work and services for the government We get no vote, but our money is spent well You may wonder how in the world can this be 
God we live in a democracy where the U.S. Constitution is equal protection. Check the 14th Amendment to make this connection. No taxation without representation. 200 years of exploitation in the capital of this nation. Oh well, no Give the people their right to vote. In 1787, the U.S. Constitution was ratified. U.S. Congress won the power to exclusively exercise. In all cases, legislation over the future capital of this nation. In 1790, selection of the district site began. Using a piece of Virginia and a piece of Maryland. Forming the District of Columbia or Washington, D.C. But the people kept on voting in their former state, you see. In 1800, Congress took control of D.C. Ended representation for the whole community. In the history of this country, you'll find the reason why. And even in the new millennium, they want this law to apply. In 1846, the portion of D.C. from Virginia decided to retrocede. It was returned to the original state line, Alexandria and Arlington County came after this time. In 1871, an elected delegate with no vote was created for the House of Representatives. No joke. D.C. was given territorial government that year. Representation remained an issue to you here. In 1874, financial troubles arise. The position of non-voting delegate beats its demise. The territorial government that was given to D.C. was taken back by Congress at this point of history. In 1977, Should not a problem create. This would give us to US in 
scenes And the senses would determine the number of house scenes Preferably DC would be the 51st date We'd have a seat in the house and two in the Senate It's not too late, democracy is what we want Voting rights are what we need Tell your congressperson it's time to take heed Democracy is what we want Voting rights are what we need Tell your congressperson it's time to take heed Let's stop a minute before we uh, go into oil for the world. Uh, we had Mr. Block. Mr. Block is a creation of a wobbly artist. IWW artist um, by a guy named Ernest Reby, member of the IWW. Block appeared on first on November 7, 1912 in the Spokane newspaper Industrial Worker. Smoking a cigar and wearing a checkered suit with a top hat, subsequently Mr. Block lost the fancy clothes but often kept the hat ten sizes too small, perched on one corner of his wooden block head. Walker C. Smith wrote in 1913 that Mr. Block is representative of that host of slaves who think in terms of their masters. Mr. Block owns nothing, yet he speaks from the standpoint of the millionaire. He is patriotic without patrimony. He's a law-abiding outlaw who licks the hand that smites him and kisses the boot that kicks him. Personification of all that a worker should not be. And there's a uh, collection of Mr. Block cartoons. If you go to the Wikipedia article on Mr. Block, look down at the bottom, and it says uh, com a collection of cartoons at the IWW website. So there are 20 or 30 Mr. Block cartoons. Here's just a, a sample of one. He's uh, standing at a f hot furnace and he's throwing away the industrial worker newspaper. He says, this anarchist paper from Spokane is the limit. It says that a working man can't get rich by saving his money. Taint so. Here's a respectable paper. In the second frame, he's sitting reading a paper called the Saturday Evening Post, perhaps. It says, everybody can be successful if he only makes up his mind. That's the dope. Now, he means that's correct, but when he says that's the dope, that's 
also the dope that he's uh, he's swallowing. Mr. Block, check it out. Okay, time for a couple more, but let's go back over that last uh, that last set. Two songs there, huh? Mr. Block by Matt Paulson and VDT by Tom Jurovich. The video terminal worker says, who needs a union more than me? And that's the big frontier now. Right here in our backyard is a huge worldwide, world-dominant industry, the tech industry, and it's virtually union-free. That means it's virtually labor slavery. So there's a challenge. And finally, give the people their right to vote. Sweet Honey in the Rock singing about specifically uh, voters in Washington, D.C. who are represented and who are taxed but not represented. Okay, let's see here. Got about 12 minutes before our breaker and uh, following me is Mr. Scott Walker with his show Flat Black Plastic. A disc guy comes in here with a lot of beautiful old plastic and plays them for you on Saturday afternoon. Oil for the World, Seattle Labor Chorus. Agrios, mones agrios, bitter lemons, lemons from the farm worker point of view. Estaciones pasan 
y los años arrebasan memorias lindas de su existencia piscando y sembrando once árboles y contemplamos hoy la vida que Chema vivió Limones agrios there, which translates to uh, Bitter Lemons, sung by Quetzal from a uh, Work Songs album. Bitter Lemons, 
Before that, we had Oil for the World, a Christmas carol turned to the purposes of the labor movement. Oil for the World and how we're wrecking the earth by a relentless search for oil. Out time for us to leave now, so let's go out with a little Thelonious Monk, huh? This is Labor and Love. Thelonious Monk there with a little straight no chaser. This is Labor and Love, your weekly labor magazine, broadcasting on uh, Mutiny Radio. And Thank you. 
When one person worked for a dollar, they got a dollar they didn't work for. Another person worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the negotiating table, you're probably on the menu. And never, but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you. This is the B signing off. Call outs to all the brown eyed girls, to everybody, all working people everywhere. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on next Saturday morning. Tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. 
Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in, turn on, every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon, on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy, march honorably through their cold, balanced sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB- KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Miren, miren! Es un pájaro? Es un avión? No! It's a man! Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Classroom Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at www.mutinyradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. 
Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health. Howdy, folks. Happy day after Christmas, Boxing Day. You're tuning to mutinyradio.fm. This is Flat Black Plastic. <laughs> 